At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Yo! Welcome into the House of L podcast. I am Lawrence Holmes. You know, they usually only say this on old school TV shows back in the 80s and 90s. On a very special episode of House of L. I'm excited for you to hear this episode. Partially because it'll give you an opportunity to get to know Tony Gill in the way that I know him. You know, the way that that I know him in in less of the on-air or even sometimes podcast persona. Which we talk about a lot inside of this episode. You will also... Get an opportunity to meet the person who married Tony Gill. His beautiful wife, Stephanie. When I went back and listened to this episode, I I truly love how the two of them do a wonderful job of explaining what marriage is supposed to be like. And ordinarily, we don't. I don't know. I mean, I guess we probably don't check in with people at the beginnings of marriages. Often we check in with people who've been married 50 years and we go, well, what is the the key to you being married for 50 years? Or we check in with people as they're getting ready for their wedding, like stuff like that. But this is This is different, and I really enjoyed that this is the the route that we went down. Like the, Tony and Stephanie have been married, what, about six months? So we're seeing what life is like for a couple that hadn't lived together before they got married, and now they're married. They live together, and what it's like. You'll also hear inside of here what it's like to de- to marry someone who is, quote, unquote, I'm using air quotes because you can't see me, talent and what it's like to deal with someone who is a content creator the ups and downs of content creation and how you're kind of on 10 all the time because you're looking for more content you're looking for ways to engage your audience you're a performer and it's it's an art form at least that's the way that I look at it and you'll hear that you'll hear some of my influence on Tony and I don't always think that it's a positive I think that he has a a more I think he has a more balanced way of looking at things and he got to that place earlier than I did so I'm I'm very happy like it makes me really happy that he's figured some of the stuff out that me and Jason <laughs> have been going through for a long time. He's figured some of this stuff out, and that's good. And it, it's a cool episode. Before we get into it, want to thank our sponsor, Edrington Spirits, Noble Oak. We love Noble Oak. If you were thinking about having a party, 
if you were thinking about having a dope party, you need to get down with Noble Oak. Here's why. Whether we're talking about whiskey, whether we're talking about rye, whether we're talking about bourbon, they've got the best. It's smooth. It's got a distinct taste to it. But the other cool thing about Noble Oak is that they're giving back, and they're actually, I love, shout out to Shri. Shri and I are going to do a whole Earth Day episode at some point coming up. But for every bottle of Noble Oak that you buy, a tree is planted because they're working with the One Tree Project. We love that. So you know that it's made well. Your spirits are made well, and you know that they are here for a good, good reason. You can go to, if you're like, wait, I haven't heard of Noble Oak, Lawrence. Where can I find out more? I'm glad you asked that question, listener, who I was channeling there for a second. NobleOak.com. NobleOak.com. Check out their Facebook page, too, if you want. You can check them out on Instagram as well. Just look at Noble Oak. You'll see all of the beautiful bottling that they do, and they we're trying to help tell their story, and it helps us. If, if our listeners, the people who listen to House of L, support the people who support the podcast. So please, 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 Facebook Noble Oak Spirits, or just go to NobleOak.com, or check them out on Instagram, too. Become a follower. They have really cool stuff, and we're glad that they're a part of House of L. Okay. Sitting down with two very young married people was, uh, it was good for my soul because I really, really love these two. And I'm glad that they felt comfortable enough to sit inside of this podcast space with me to talk about all the things that we're going to talk about, including some stuff that I'm trying really hard not to say because I want to allow them to say it. We'll get to that. You're going to love this episode, I promise you. And you're going to see Tony Gill in a very different way after this episode. Enjoy. Hi. Hey! <laughs> How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm okay. I'm less eager to do this than he is. Admittedly, so. Well, I mean, I wanted to ask. I wanted to make mm-hmm. sure I asked Tony if he was sure that he wanted to do this. I'm going to ask you the same thing. Mm-hmm. Are you sure you want to do this? Yes. <laughs> wow. Okay. Yes, I'm sure. I don't even know where to start. Like, I'm kind of nervous. <laughs> uh, okay, let's start here. How's how's marriage? Like, you guys been married for a little bit now, so how's it gone? Well, I'll start. Um, it's been great. It's been the best adventure of my life uh, so far. And it's not even close uh, to have somebody that truly has your back, truly supports you, uh, truly loves you. Um, you know, that safe space of I can be my unfiltered, unapologetic self. And she loves me for for that. And that's a excellent place to be. Um, uh, a special place where you can't really be that with everyone, you know, not even a close, close friend. And, um, it's, it's a space I've never been in before. Uh, and it's, it's been the greatest time of my life. It it truly has. Stephanie, how do you, you don't, you don't (laughs) have to worry. Whatever. You don't have to worry about topping that. This is all about (laughs) what is it like from your point of view? Yeah, I mean, I, I guess I echo that. It's it's really, uh, I guess, like, the word I could use to best describe it is that, like, peaceful. Like, just coming home to someone that you know is completely on your team and um, has your back mm-hmm. and looks out for you. Um, I didn't think we'd be, like, as comfortable as quickly as we are, like, just coming home and feeling like I can be my total self with him, so... I guess it's been an adventure, but it doesn't feel scary to me. Like it's been an adventure in the most peaceful way possible, I guess is how I'd put it. Did you, and you said you didn't think that you would be this comfortable this quickly. 
what what was something that even though you guys were so beautiful when you were saying your vows and you know we're all having a great time at the wedding what was something that you were concerned about like going into the whole not just married but the married and cohabitation part of your relationship I think just like the little habits and the little ins and outs of each of us individually, you know, when you're home, you have your own way of doing things, your own way of, you know, you keep the bathroom a certain way and you cook a certain way, you wash the dishes at a certain time. And then, you know, like he's never seen me until we got married, like right in the morning, right when I get up. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I don't know. I mean, he's seen me without makeup for most of our relationship, but that like first look, (laughs) um, those things, you know, and then just being comfortable, like just sitting around and not doing anything, not feeling obligated to like, you know, go do something or inter- or entertain your partner. Like you guys. Right. Don't feel- That's what I mean. Yeah, exactly. Um, I guess it's those little things. Yeah. Um, I had never lived on, you know, my own or with anybody uh, outside of my family. Um, so this was this was kind of like my first kind of leap into that. Uh, and I, I think maybe the, the most difficult part was, sorry. What is happening right now? It it gets, it gets warm outside and the West side goes crazy. Oh, okay. Okay. You want me to close it? Yeah, I close it. I thought, I thought like it was an alarm going off or something. (laughs) No, sorry. It's just so hot in here. We didn't turn the air on yet. So we had the balcony door open but i think we got to close it for now yeah i was i was debating like you know is it appropriate to turn on the air <laughs> you know because you because i'm looking at the weather report and it's gonna snow on monday <laughs> so i'm like is this a is this a window situation or is this a, a turn on the ac i i've been pretty good about i've just done I, like i've been able to deal with it while I'm at home doing stuff, and then at night I'll open up the window. But I was sitting there going, hmm, might be time to turn on the AC. (laughs) (laughs) It'd be comfortable because I'm uncomfortable right now. (laughs) The window has done the job. All right, Tony, you were saying. Yeah, so um, I think the the most difficult part is knowing, like, I really truly have to be there for this person, like a thousand percent. Um, and making sure that, you know, my mind frame, you know, was switched to, hey, it's not just you anymore, man. Like it, when you make decisions, it's, you know, life decisions. It's not just you that's going to be impacted. Uh, you know, when before, right, it's just, if I make a mistake or something, you know, it's just me. That's cool. You know, I'll live with those results. But knowing that if I make a unwise decision, it's going to impact this person directly uh, was a thought that I had to make sure I take a step back and really, really consider um, that, you know, I don't want to do anything that's going to hurt her uh, is my number one priority. Uh and taking that into account was really was like, okay, and like, this is the real deal, bro. Like, <laughs> you can't be lollygagging around. You can't be, you know, uh, making unwise decisions. And taking that seriously, I think, was was probably, I, I don't know if I would say difficult, but probably the most, the most serious thing I've ever had in my thought, in my brain, was taking that into consideration. Stephanie, I, I, I don't know if, if Tony told you this. At the wedding, um, me, Jason Leisure, we high-fived. When, I, like, after you guys had made it down the aisle. Like, I was crying. Like, I was a mess when you guys came down, <laughs> down the aisle because I was so happy for you both. But then Jason Leisure and I high-fived because we were like, Oh, we're off the hook now. <laughs> like we, <laughs> we don't have to worry about helping Tony because he's got someone who's looking out for him that'll be there. So we're very grateful 
that <laughs> that you are in his life so that that we have less responsibility uh, in, in regards to bringing up Tony the right way. Um, so I wanted to ask you because Tony is Mr. Content. And he and I, I, I'm not here for you to be like, no, Lawrence, I listen to all of the podcasts. I know you don't listen to the podcast <laughs> and I don't need you to listen to the podcast. Mm-hmm. But I am curious if there are times when you're like, my goodness, like he really does. He does all of this stuff. And, you know, the, the on air Tony and the off air Tony, like there's there was a blending of those two entities and yeah. I, I felt like you did a great job of making sure that they were separated. So I wanted to thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, actually, the longer we're married, or which has only been a few months, but the longer we're together, the more I realize, like, even the most, I guess, unique parts of his, like, content personality really are just extensions of his actual self. Like, none of it is, like, made up. None of it is, like, fake or like you know what I mean it really is just an extension of his personality I think my whole like heart in keeping those two things I guess separate is I don't want him to feel like he has to be on when he's with me and when he's with you and his friends right I wanted him to have the sense that like you don't have to perform you don't have to come up with content this isn't a podcast like well this is but you know what I mean like I wanted him to feel like he could just be with me and I wanted him to have that experience with you and with his, you know, close friends as well, where it's like, it doesn't always have to be that way. And I, I feel like he really took to that and he did. I feel this real genuineness. I don't know if that's what you sense too. Yeah. He, it was clear. He needed, you could, like, I could see it going off the rails and I was glad that he could see it going off the rails. Cause you know, like, I'll step in when it's necessary to say something to Tony, but I feel like part of the the growth part of this thing is him figuring some of this stuff out for himself. So for Mm -hmm. me, it was cool watching him go, you know, I need to take a step back. And I know that that was partially your influence uh, where, Mm -hmm. where you were saying, Hey man, it's, you can just be you like Mm -hmm. we, we all love you. So having mm-hmm. having that time away, uh, I thought was really really valuable. But it's hard. Like you're mm-hmm. you're married to a content creator. Like his brain mm-hmm. is going a hundred miles an hour, like all the time. <laughs> yeah. With all of these ideas. So how do you how do you manage that? Not for him. Like forget about him for a second. Mm-hmm. How do you manage the fact that you are married to a content machine? Hmm. <laughs> I think some of it is just me having realistic expectations as well. Like having a job in media I've learned is it takes up a lot of your life. It's not a regular nine to five. It's not the way I can clock in and clock out, you know, from my job. And it requires him to constantly, if he's not actively recording, it requires him to be thinking of ideas for the next thing. And so one, I'd say I developed realistic expectations that like, a lot of the times he's going to try really hard, but he's also, he needs to, for his job, be thinking of content and ideas, um, but also telling him small things like, hey, I'd like to just have dinner without your phone out. I'd like to just have dinner without social media. Like we did it yesterday. We went to lunch and he just, I don't know if it's, you can probably say better. I don't know if it's a fear of missing something where he's just like constantly on his phone. Or I'm like, I'd like to just kind of have lunch without your phone have you have you be present have you be in the moment yeah exactly and I think I don't know you can speak for yourself I think he enjoys it too it's just such an automatic instinct to try to always be on and always be connected that I think just that small nudge helps him to think of it a little differently yeah I mean it it certainly is I think it's helped my quality of life too um that she recognizes when I'm kind of like too deep and 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 Lawrence is kind of like a you know a fear right it's like mm-hmm. you know it's one it's something? one of the terrible habits yeah. that you picked up from me so yeah, <laughs> yes. yeah it's like you know am, am I missing something am I not going to be in the know am I not going to know how to talk about something if somebody uh asks asks me about it mm-hmm. um 
and therefore lose my value in the space that, you know, I, I, you know, got myself in. Um, and it's, it's a, it's a real genuine fear because now it's my livelihood, mm-hmm. right? If I don't have ideas, if I don't continue to push the, you know, the envelope or, or continue to create, mm-hmm. um, I'm going to have a job. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, but she allows me to really recognize that that's, that's not a human being. Like you need to experience life and you need to be in life to actually have real true content. Um, and have a life uh, and have a family um, that all thing, all of those things are attainable uh, if I take a step back, take my time, be present um, and all those things will be will be had like the, there I don't have to fear of or the unnecessary fear of those things happening if you know I take my time, uh, I, I continue to be in the moment mm-hmm. um, and just be present and be present with her. Tony, were you scared about getting married? Uh, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, and it's because like once I made the decisions to start dating seriously, mm-hmm. um, that I'm like, Hey, I, you know, want to see what's out there and then look for something long-term. Um, and nothing was really kind of, you know, working, you know, for me, it was automatic with her. Like all those things were automatic. Um, being true to myself came easy. Uh, being vulnerable and and letting her know how I feel that took some work, but you know, I wanted to do it, and it was easy. Mm-hmm. Uh, eventually, after a while, um, and I knew I was in such a safe, safe place with her. And I think that's why the the fear and even on like wedding day where people, you know, oh man, you're nervous. I'm like, I've never been so sure about anything in my life, uh, which was marrying her. And I, I tried to try and force myself to be fearful or, or nervous <laughs> because everybody was saying I should, <laughs> or, you know, a lot of people were saying, oh, you're not. Uh, but every time I would think about it, I just couldn't get into that place because it's like, what, what am I scared of? Mm-hmm. Right. This is this. She's the most beautiful, nicest, genuine, you know, easygoing, smart, intelligent person that I've ever come across. Um, you know, I know where we're going to live. I know that we're not going to you know, go hungry. Like I know, like, you know, a lot of these, you know, things that are our general fears for, you know, a lot of, uh, you know, the world and, and stuff like that. But as long as I was like with her that's all that mattered and seeing her smile and waking up to her every day and seeing her joyous self, uh, even though it takes me sometimes to get going in the mornings, like she's <laughs> very, very happy uh, and, and joyous every day. And <laughs> I, I couldn't, I couldn't be fearful of, of her and, and the space that she allows me to be in. How much did that time, that sabbatical that you took, how much did that help you? Um, it helped a lot. I think that was the first kind of step into, you know, creating boundaries for myself mm. from the job to and for my family. Um, where I was a hundred percent about the job, a hundred percent of the time. Um, it was a good time for me to assess how I want my life to be and how I want my future to be with mm-hmm. my family. Uh, and that was the first time I really had to look at it because it's, I didn't have to, I, I wasn't responsible for anybody else or accountable mm-hmm. to anybody else. My family pretty much, you know, they, they like, Hey man, he's living his dream. Let him rock, let him cook, you know? And, and I was cooking. <laughs> so I didn't, I didn't know after a while, um, I didn't know how to not leave the kitchen, <laughs> you know? And it, I, taking that step back and it, it, it I think it started actually from I think we had an argument <laughs> you know uh about it and it she kind of let me know a couple things you know that was on her mind uh, <laughs> and I had to really consider and think about and take a step back I'm like man like am I doing too much am I not balanced enough am I constant is 
how my brain works in creating content is it in impacting and affecting my real personal life and my real personal relationships uh, and it was and it was as much as it was hard to admit that um it, it was impacting it so taking that step back uh for a few months that you and uh russ and jason allowed me to do uh was really the start and the beginning of creating boundaries for myself that separates the job from my personal life. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, Visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. So, Stephanie, there's a lot of stuff when it comes to Tony because, you know, you find out pretty quickly that things that you say to Tony could end up on the air or on the podcast unless you mm-hmm. tell him explicitly that, that <laughs> things can't be on the air or on the podcast. Mm-hmm. So I got to tell you, like, when he he said to me that he wanted to, to have this conversation and for it to yeah. be on the podcast, I was like, are you sure? I've, I mean, I've, I think I've asked Tony now like four <laughs> times that is he sure about this? So before yeah. I before I go to the next thing, <laughs> I just want to like like I just want to ask Scent again um, and make sure that you are both comfortable with the next part because this is the big part of it, and I want to make yeah. sure that you're good with talking about it. Yes, I'm good. <laughs> All I right. promise. All right, hot it's a whole damn. Hard yes, hot damn. So you know what? Screw you, Tony, Stephanie. <laughs> I would like for you to be the person that says the thing. Because he wants to be the person that says it. I want him to be the person to say it. Okay, all right, look, she's in charge. So if, if she says that it's all right for you to say it, then you can go ahead and say it. Why are we here, Tony? Um, Stephanie and I... Sorry, Miss Preston. A little bit. Uh, <laughs> Who is that? <laughs> uh, Stephanie and I are will be expecting our first child uh, with the due date of October twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. Damn, I'm Yay! gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose the bet. <laughs> <laughs> I said September. Oh, okay. I thought September would be the move. Congratulations, you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank Thank you. you. This is super exciting. Like, super, super exciting. Stephanie, how do you feel? I'm definitely excited. Um, I think I'm trying to say this in the most, uh, like, polite way possible. So, we had a couple like near misses <laughs> and I think like I originally was saying like we wanted to wait a while before um, you know trying to start a family and things like that and I had to really process like there were a couple times we had a couple near misses and then I took a test and I was not pregnant and I should have been really excited but I remember just feeling like really disappointed 
And I didn't really want to say anything because I'm like, this is what we planned on. This is what we said we were going to do. I don't know why I'm like so bummed about this. And I kind of like moped around the house for the day. And he finally in the evening was like, what's going on? Like, what are you upset about? And I just like lost it and was like, I think like I actually was a little excited about maybe us. Well, me, not us, me being pregnant. <laughs> um, and so I think after that, just kind of realizing like, not that we feel like we have everything together, but I think we both felt like we were ready to start a family and, you know, have our little troop. So I'm excited. I think even with all of like the talking we do about Anthony trying to figure out like his boundaries and his work schedule, he takes such incredibly good care of me. I have no doubt he's going to be an incredible father. Like he really takes care of what he has to take care of. He's very kind. I already know that I'm going to be the disciplinarian parent and he's going to be the nice one. Um, he just like is such a good, generous, wonderful person. So I'm excited. So, so that's kind of the interesting thing because mm-hmm. since you don't listen to the podcast, I'll just let you know. This yeah. man is out here trying to discipline everyone else's kid. He is he has got opinions <laughs> oh, no. on everyone else's child. And he is about how they should be acting in public and Uh-oh. and all the things they should be doing that their parents shouldn't be letting them do. <laughs> so um oh, she knows. I'm glad that I'm we be at the movie theater. I'm like, sorry, but shut that baby up. <laughs> <laughs> he does. He does. So so it's nice that we because we, we all knew that what would happen is once you got pregnant or when he sees that baby, it's mm-hmm. over. It's yeah. a wrap. He's <laughs> he, he's going to be he's going to melt and you are going to yeah. have to be the disciplinarian because he's out, he's out here talking all this mess about other people's kids. And, and he's going to be soft as a grape when it comes to his kid. We've already actually seen like a small snippet of it so I have a two-year-old niece her name's Abby she's just like the most incredible person I know she has 150 percent energy 100 percent of the time she's just like go 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 flipping off of the couches she's just that's her and so the other day she did something I can't remember what it was I think she kept jumping off the couch and like almost hurting herself so I had to look at her really firm and be like Abby do you want to sit in time out like look at my face do you want to sit in time out and I just glanced over Anthony and his face was like horrified. Like, who is this monster? Why are you talking to her like that? Like, and afterwards he's like, man, you kind of scared me a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> so I think you're right. I think you're right on target. He's, he's going to be a big gummy bear. How, how's this feel, Tony? Like you, this is, this is, I mean, this is honestly what you guys have done I think is great. Like, it's a very traditional, like, this is what happened. Like, people who love each other get married, and then they have kids because they love each other, and they've been together, and, and they, they want to have kids. So now that you know that you're going to be a dad, how do you feel? I feel great. Like I mentioned before, marrying her, this is was the happiest time and thing I've ever done in my life. This is like the second, <laughs> or a very close second. Uh, when she told me, um, I, I, I just didn't say anything. I just hugged her and, you know, we we're both smiling and, uh, in our condo, I just opened up the window like, Hey, I'm going to be a dad. And then there's a random guy walking past. He was like, yeah. I was like, yeah. He's like, okay. And then he kept <laughs> <walking>. <laughs> So thank you, random guy X for, for being the first to know. Uh, but I'm, I'm really excited and. I think the thought of being able to pass along all the knowledge and I've gained and, you know, our faith to, you know, our child, uh, you know, from my parents and grandparents and being able to, uh, you know, show them, you know, my dad, his oldest son, a, a, you know, a grandchild, like I, I just felt, you know, I was just, it's just so, ex- <clears throat> so excited that I, I get to, you know, raise a child with the person I love the most. So 
Yeah, man. You get to create a child and you get to raise a child with the person that you love the most. And it's, uh, it makes me very happy. It, it really <laughs> does. Cause I think that you're going to be, I think you're both going to be tremendous parents and it's because of, it's because of the balance, you know, like Stephanie, like when we met you, like when we, all of us kind of mm-hmm. met you, we were like, thank God. Like she is <laughs> <laughs> like, you, we were like, you she, so nice. we're like, she's too good to be true. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what, what happened here? And, and <laughs> we were so happy because you clearly have your stuff together and it's rubbed off on him. And I don't know how much of the, his goofiness is kind of rubbed off on you, but it just seems like a, a, a fantastic balance. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and, and so seeing you guys like this and like that's what we were saying we're like these two are gonna immediately have children (laughs) like immediately like the the love is in your eyes you know like you you could see that you guys are gonna immediately have kids it's 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 a wonderful thing that you guys are sharing in this and that it's Mm -hmm. happening so quickly and i i feel you on what you were saying about how you're like oh i'm bummed out because i thought we were pregnant Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and 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 we weren't and it it kind of let you know it's like one of those things where you're making a decision and you like you have a, a decision between two things and someone mm-hmm. says one of the things and you're like eh, and you're like oh yeah that's the thing <laughs> the other thing is right. the thing that i wanted and you mm-hmm. knew that like you found that out so mm-hmm. so what happened have you guys told the families yet yeah yeah yeah, yeah we uh we did. I wanted to tell him right away. She d- wanted to wait. Yes, because she's the smart one. <laughs> Stephanie, I literally, I literally told him that this week. He was telling mm-hmm. me, and he he told me how far along you were, and I go, mm-hmm. "Yeah, that's when you start telling people, right?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And he's like, "Wait, why?" And I'm like, "Yeah." I luckily I had to go on air. Or else there would have been a much longer explanation than I have for Tony on that. But, but yes, I'm. I was excited, so I'm. Just, I was hoping that you guys. I'm. I can't imagine that the way that you guys' family showed out at the wedding. I can't yeah, imagine man. that they're they're they got to be ecstatic about this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we have. Uh, I tried to get video of both our immediate families in their reaction. I couldn't get my family because. I had to help my mom in the way we presented it to her, so I couldn't get my camera out fast enough. Yeah. Uh, but we got her mom and her family's reaction, and it was just this genuine excitement mm-hmm. uh, from everybody that, you know, I mean, her sister was crying, and, uh, you know, her mom is, like, yelping for, like, you know, a minute straight. Yeah. <laughs> uh, we, uh, funny enough, we told her family uh, in a in a Portillo's, <laughs> always it's always portillo's man <laughs> it is uh we put the uh we we had a gift box and we put like little baby shoes and then a couple uh, a couple of pregnancy tests inside the box and we you know oh mom you forgot one of your uh one of your orders she's like what and she opened it up and was like ah! <laughs> <laughs> um and then my mom uh we put it in a uh it's like a giant this, this Easter giant egg. Easter egg. Nice. And was in my family, they love candy and chocolate. I'm like, oh, here's here's something sweet, you know, for everybody. And she's like, oh, okay. And then she's like, can you help me? I can't open it. So I have to kind of open it. <laughs> 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 and I was like, man, you really messing with the moment. Uh, but then I opened it. My sister-in-law sees it from across the room. And she's like, what? And everybody's like, wait, what's going on? And then everybody realizes you know, my we put a, out the door. Yeah, my dad was actually leaving <laughs> as we were talking. Like, all right, we, it's so difficult to plan these things out because you can't never get anybody, everybody in the same room it's without true. getting, you know, giving up what you're, you know, trying to do. Uh, but I mean, everybody is just so excited. Um, my father, when he's been itching, you know, he's a pastor, so he's been itching every week to tell our congregation <laughs> that we were pregnant. So I think one Sunday I was, I, I wasn't in the room, but he saw Stephanie. He was like, can I tell him, please? He asked me from the pulpit. <laughs> no. 
he asked me from the pulpit so i'm sitting like maybe halfway to the back and he goes stephanie please please <laughs> stephanie please can i tell him please so i just looked at him like that's fine he's like well <laughs> and then he told you know the congregation that we were expecting but honestly it's just reflective of the excitement that um his dad and our whole family has for us they're all so excited for us like I couldn't deny him the moment. <laughs> so, so Stephanie, I know it's early. Do you feel any different? Um, I think the first trimester from what I read and it's comforting because it's truly how I feel. You just feel really tired. Um, I think I'm used to like doing a bunch of things at once. He makes fun of me and says that I go into a cleaning mode, <laughs> meaning like I need to like, I'm cleaning the entire condo in the next hour. Like I'm getting all of it done it's just things I've had to pull back a little bit and trust him more and be willing to like really be transparent about where I need help. Um, just in terms of what I can handle. So I do feel more tired. Um, but there is a new excitement, I think with every day, you know, we just had our 12 week ultrasound this past week and the baby really looked like a baby, which was really cool. <laughs> Cause the first one I joked that it looks like a microphone. <laughs> well, obviously. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's, it's, I'm tired. I, I think my body is obviously adjusting, but we're hopeful and really excited. I think every morning. Tony, do you feel any different? Uh, well, I mean, I don't physically. <laughs> How about emotionally? Any different. Um, you know, emotionally, I guess, you know, I feel a little bit different. Um, it's when we talked about earlier about, you know, the things that I wanted to be for her, it's expanded you know, now to, you know, the father role uh, and protector, like a true protector of this person that can't defend itself. Um, it can't feed itself, you know, um, that can't warm itself. Um, and again, like thinking about it, every, I have to, in order for me to be prepared for things, I need to constantly think about it. Mm. Um, so when you ask like, oh, was, was I a fear, you know, getting married? Ever since I knew that I wanted to marry her, I just thought about it every day. Um, and that made made it easier for me to grasp and like, yeah, I can do this. Like, we're going to be fine. Um, thinking about having a child every day, uh, knowing that, you know, hey, sometimes you, you're not going to get sleep. <laughs> you know, you're going to have to, you know, you may get a couple rest, a couple hours after 5 a.m. And then you got to get right up for, for work. Mm -hmm. Like getting used to that idea um of to be there whenever my child needs something whenever she needs something um i just think about it every day and, and changing again it's a changing of the the mindset and i want to make sure my mind is has its uh priorities correct um and making sure that you know my family is going to be okay what type of advice do you want what type, what, what can people keep? Because I know that people are like, you know what you need to do. You know what you need to buy. You need to get this and get this. So what, like, a, a, as a couple having their first child, what advice do you want? Or do you want any advice at all? What advice do I want? Yeah. Do you want, do you want people to, to, to be telling you all the different things that, that they did or that you should do or do you need I'm, to experience this on your own honestly i i'm pretty open to hearing people's advice and their thoughts um i think with the little modifier or a little quid pro quo whatever that um everybody's experience is different so not everybody's experience will be ours but I do think there is something to be said for people who have experience in life, experience in raising children, right? I don't want to disregard people just because they're, you know, they seem irrelevant to us, right? Or they seem, you know, I'm, I'm very open to hearing people's thoughts and hearing people's advice. I think the hard part is how do we sift through those things and decide what works for us based on our experience and our own family dynamic. But I am open to all advice because... <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I am definitely uh, on the same path as her. I am definitely open to 
you know, advice and, and wisdom, like real wisdom. Um, you know, I think we've done a good job of curating people around us, friends and family that we trust, uh, that we would be open to, uh, you know, getting advice from, uh, because there's a trust factor there. We know that they have a love and concern for us, that there's, you know, they're not looking for anything when they, you know, offer the advice or give advice. They truly want to see us succeed. Uh, so I, I'm definitely open to if, having advice got, got me here. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I could have made a lot of dumb decisions and a lot of dumb mistakes just being out on my own, but having, you know, parents and family and friends that truly care about me that I'm definitely open to listening to and, uh, getting advice from, you know, makes this, you know, a lot easier. Uh, and knowing that people have that, uh, that they raise successful children. Like, I mean, her parents, right? Like they made her. Right. <laughs> so why wouldn't I, uh, you know, be open to learning from them and the people that impacted her life uh, to make her the woman that she is today? And why wouldn't she be open to advice from the people that have impacted me? Um, to make me the man that I am today. So uh, definitely it, advice from wise and smart people is definitely open. I, you see, I put that qualifier there. I, I did. <laughs> I, I see that you put that qualifier in there. And the qualifiers are very, very important. So I'm glad that you put it in there. Have we thought of names? Uh, oh, wait, 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 yet. wait. Do we know? Uh, we don't know. Do we know the sex at this point? Not yet. Not yet. Do we you, have. Do you Actually, guys want to know? Find out in a couple weeks. Yeah, we do. Okay. All right. Because I mean, look, Lawrence is a strong, strong name, <laughs> um, and for a girl, <laughs> Lauren would also be. <laughs> okay, we got it for both genders, right? <laughs> yes, it, it it works out. Um, I'm so happy that you guys let me share in on this, on like amplifying this message. And sharing your personal life this way, um, I'm, I love you guys, and I'm really, really proud of you. I, I'm proud that that each of you were like, "This is what I want," and I'm gonna go get it. There's something to be learned from that, and the how happy you both are. The, the joy of your wedding day is something that your friends talk about all the time, like because we all felt it like in that's what you want a wedding to be. You want it to be the love of the two people who are getting married to filter out amongst all of us, all of us that are bitter, all of us that, that, that are old, any failed relationships or failing relationships that you're in. Like they, it really does like give you hope and seeing you guys interact the way that you did with each other's families and how your marriage really is the the bonding of two families like mm-hmm. that, that sometimes it doesn't work that way but mm-hmm. it's very clear that it worked that way and it was clear the the night that you guys got engaged that that's what was getting ready to happen mm-hmm. i'm i'm just so happy like it it mm-hmm. anything that you guys put forth feels like joy and and now that there's going to be a little one, oh. <laughs> and if you think Tony's going to spoil this child, <laughs> just you wait. Uncle Lawrence, huh? Uncle Lawrence will have all sorts of money and <laughs> treats and jewelry and whatever else that they want. So, Look, I'm, Lawrence, th- thank you. For, for doing this mm-hmm. when I um when she was telling me you know hey we gotta do this in stages and let people know in stages starting with our media family to our extended family to our friends and then you know to you know everybody else I was like I I I really want to do this in a in a in an avenue where I can really remember this moment and mm-hmm. really remember this time because uh, I'm I'm a forgetful person. Like I forget to put the toilet seat down a bunch. <laughs> so um, knowing, you know, that I forget things like I, I wanted to have something, you know, recorded in a, in a medium that we can always go back to and listen to and remember and give to our child. Like, look, we, we talked about you, mm-hmm. you know, before you, you know, took your first breath, like, 
and experience this with you know our friends and family and mm-hmm. uh I, I didn't I, I didn't want to do this with no other person than Lynn Lawrence Holmes um because yeah. he is my real life friend uh and mentor and uh I really wanted him to be a part of uh this so Thank you, Lawrence, and thank you, Stephanie, for for doing this too. Like I know <laughs> this isn't your cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, you um, did great for for being yeah, on the you... podcast. You did really great. Oh my goodness. Well, I know I could see in his face like the excitement and the eagerness, and I think just sometimes learning that real creative spark in him—that is a real thing. Like he needs to like do things a certain way because he just has all these ideas and it makes him happy. And so, like he said, Lawrence, like I, I knew right away when he said he wanted to do this, he would ask you, like I knew, and I was more than happy. I honestly wouldn't have done it with anyone else. I wouldn't have. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I, I appreciate something I really appreciate about you, Lawrence is I think you're one of the few people that really knows Anthony really well. I think like, a lot of people feel like they know him, maybe probably the way that a lot of people feel they know you, um, which is great because people like love to hear your content and things like that. But I think people get a very one sided, flat image of who Anthony is. And I think you're one of the few people that knows all those other wonderful things about him. And I love being able to talk about those things because I just want people to know how great he is, you know, and how wonderful he is. And you gave us a platform to talk about the other parts of his life and sharing this moment with us because we truly feel like you're our family right not just our friends so i appreciate appreciate that i i you know we we've joked that it's it's basically the relationship between iron man and spider-man like that's (laughs) that's what this is (laughs) and i was i was watching in game last week and i was like damn it like it's it is exactly like they're having the conversation when when spider-man sneaks onto the ship and he's Mm -hmm. like didn't i tell you like not to be on the ship and mm-hmm. and and Spider-Man is like, "Yeah, but if you really didn't want me to be on the ship, you wouldn't have given me the suit that let me be <laughs> on the ship." And I'm like, "This is exact this is it. Like this is the entire relationship right here." So, um yep. I am I'm super happy. I'm very very happy, very proud of you guys and I can't wait. Like I the 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 little gill is on its way, man. Mm-hmm. Like the little gill is on its way. So, Thank you. I know Stephanie, you tired right now. <laughs> so, so thank you guys for doing this, and we will let the world uh, share in the joy because the world could use a little bit of that, and and every little bit of joy that the world gets, it's a good thing. So, it's, I'm glad that you guys are comfortable enough to share. Thank you. Thanks, Lawrence. All right, all right. There's the big news. There's going to be a little gill. So good. As someone who has spent the last few years with Tony Gill, and, you know, like I joked with him and Stephanie, like it's very much Iron Man, Spider-Man thing that's going on with me and Tony. Seeing him this settled and this happy and this convicted you know like he's got real conviction when it comes to his faith and his family and I hope that you can hear I know it's the audio medium uh, I hope that you can hear how much he loves Stephanie and how much Stephanie loves him and because you can see it, like when you're looking at them, we did this on Zoom, and when you're looking at the two of them together, you can see it in their eyes, like how they feel about each other. And I'm I'm really excited that there's going to be a, a little gill. <laughs> that these two people are going to create another person. And it will have the best of the two of them. And I can't wait to meet that person. Because they're they're going to be loved and celebrated and well-raised and given all the things that they need to have a wonderful life. And I'm just so proud of Tony. I I tell him this a lot, but I, I really am proud of 
not just the creator that he's become because he he's always been an incredible creative you know like i i am inspired by him and he he did stuff for me that opened my eyes to different directions that i i wanted to go and didn't even know that i wanted to go in those directions so as a creative you know there's no question about what tony gill brings to the table but seeing the man that he has turned the adult i should say that he has turned into has just been incredible and i remember when he introduced it was it was that first game of the 2021 season and we were all you know you're still dealing with covid i mean we're still dealing with covid but Justin Fields was active for that game, went out to Nisei Lounge to watch the game outside because, you know, they have a a big patio out back. Shakia Taylor was there. Like, a bunch of us were hanging out. And Tony was like, oh, we're going to – I'm going to bring – I'm going to let you guys meet Stephanie. And we were like, oh, like, it's, it's that serious? It's serious that she gets to – meet all the crazy people and as you heard inside of the episode she refers to him as anthony and i remember i remember perfectly when she called him anthony shake looked over at me like oh shit (laughs) she looked over at me like Oh, I guess our our boy has grown up. We got we got to refer to him as Anthony from now on. I was like, man, she's mad serious, yo. Like she is serious about this man, and this is a good good thing. So seeing them like they are is is uh, is an absolute delight, and I'm really really happy and proud of of them, and I'm glad that they felt like. He's the king of content, so he felt close enough with me and good enough about putting it on House of L. Um, I'm honored, absolutely honored by that. And I'm honored by our our new sponsor. We have to shout them out and talk about celebratory. So here's the thing, uh, Edrington Spirits and Noble Oak. Tony doesn't drink, so you can send all the celebratory Whiskey, my way. Just send it my way. If you are looking for really great whiskey, Noble Oak has got you covered. Go to their Facebook page, Noble Oak Spirits. They do great work. They are here helping the environment with what they're doing. Their process is unbelievable. And when you buy a bottle of Noble Oak, a tree gets planted. For every single bottle, it gets planted. So go to nobleoak.com or check out their Instagram page as well. Just search Noble Oak and you'll find it. You'll see their incredible story and them being a partner. But yeah, Tony doesn't need the the whiskey. He he's not gonna he's a root beer man. He wants the finest beer of root. That is what makes him happy. So I don't know if Noble Oak does a root beer, but if they do or they know someone who does a good root beer, then they can send that to Tony and they can send the whiskey to me. Maybe I'm going to go from rum to to whiskey. But NobleOak.com, thank you for their, their partnership with us here at House of L, especially on a great episode like this. Um, again, I, it's, I'm going to cry, so I'm going to try to land the podcast before I do that but you got to hear these beautiful people and you got to be a witness to something really really cool I know that if you're listening to House of L if you follow me on the score then you know about how good a man Tony Gill is and how weird he is and all this stuff and I'm sure that you're happy for him 
So congratulations to the entire Gill family. There's going to be a new addition to it, and I could not be happier. That'll do it. Oh, we are going to debut a new podcast inside of House of L next week. I'll have a whole episode of someone else that I really, really like and respect, and I am going to turn the keys to the podcast over to him. It's going to be his pod inside of House of L, and I think that you're going to like it. More on that coming up in the next week. I will talk to you soon. Peace. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment your work stress disappears as you kayak through the canyons. Or the moment you discover the life-changing effects of prickly pear chocolate. But nothing beats the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the very first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.